Okay, good evening, everybody. Since our main Zoom camera is having some issues, we're going to leave it off and we're going to let Kurt do his magic with all the other cameras around. And we're just going to go ahead and get started. Okay. Okay. So um, I'm Bobby Walthall. Sorry, I didn't introduce myself. I'm going to sit in tonight and um, run the Zoom portion of the meeting for Brandon. So um, the first thing we'll do is uh, cover the meeting procedures for tonight. So just a few reminders for the Kansas Open Meetings Act during the, to make sure they're met while following COVID-19 procedures. Board members and other meeting participants must state their names and titles each time they speak. Various members of city staff are present via Zoom and in-person attendance. They must also state their name and title each time they speak. All motions need to be stated clearly. After a motion is made and seconded, the chair will call on board members individually to provide their vote. The chair will then announce whether or not the motion carried as well as a count of the vote. The agenda for this meeting, excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm out of breath. The agenda for this meeting provided instructions for how to submit public comment and how it would be handled. We did not receive any requests from a member of the public to comment on an item this evening, nor did we receive any general public comment. The chair will call for in-person public comment for those without access to technology options. Staff present will direct any member of the public to the podium to speak, following social distancing and safety protocols, which are also included on the meeting agenda. We currently do not have anybody here to speak in person. Finally, I want to remind everyone to please mute themselves when they are not speaking. Very good, thank you so much. Really appreciate having you here. Uh, th uh, this is Chair Salvini, and um, good evening, everyone. Um, uh, Bobby, if it's okay, um, do you have the information on uh, the action of the City Commission for this month, the, the meeting and what will be discussed at the meeting? Or, or Tony, is Tony there? Um, there was an agenda item scheduled for August 17th to um, discuss various um, and social justice issues. And because of the, um, the length of the meeting, uh, the, the city manager decided to um, reschedule that discussion to the first Tuesday in September. And so, okay. Um, okay. Um, the, I'm, I'm wondering if we couldn't talk about that toward the end of the agenda tonight. City Attorney Tony Wheeler, yes, this is your meeting. You can discuss thank, what you thank like. Thank you. Okay. Um, this is Chair Salvini, and we're ready to go into the agenda items. Um, and, uh, or excuse me, into the agenda. And the first on the agenda is to approve the minutes. Um, the first set of minutes uh, were for um, our meeting July 8th, 2021. I hope you all had a chance to review it. And is there a motion? 
I see uh, Mishra and then Gibson. Mishra? I, I propose approve it. There's a motion from board member Mishra to approve the minutes. Uh, board member Gibson? This is board member Jane Gibson. I second, and I'd like to make a suggestion for a change on the, uh, on the uh, minutes for the July 8th meeting. Okay, we have a second uh, by Gibson. And we're in discussion. Um, board member Gibson, proceed. Uh, it says under C, agenda item C1 on the minutes um, that, uh, let's see, a move to have staff provide additional information and outline of steps for creating a comprehensive plan, blah, blah. And I just would like to, that to be clearer that we're not creating a comprehensive plan for the city, that this is a specific comprehensive plan regarding um, racial and other bias-based policing. Okay, uh, any other discussion? Okay, uh, in the spirit of the um, friendly modification to the minutes um, by board member Gibson, um, board member Mishra, do you accept um, the revision to the motion? Absolutely, thank you, thank you, Chancellor Vini. Thank you. And uh, board member Gibson with the second? Yeah. You're good. Okay, thank you. Any other discussion? Okay, if not, uh, let's go ahead and vote um, on the motion to approve the minutes with the um, recommended uh, revision by board member Gibson. All those in favor, aye. Board member Gibson? Um, board member Gibson, aye. Board Member Graybill? Board Member Graybill, aye. Board Member Littleton? Board Member Littleton, aye. Board Member Mishra? Board Mishra, aye. Board Member Robinson? Board Member Taylor? Board Member Murray Taylor, aye. Board Member Salvini, aye. The motion carries with six ayes. Okay, let's move forward to um, the minutes for July 22nd. Is there a motion? Board member Gibson. Board member Jane Gibson. Well, I read them and they look okay to me. So I move we approve the minutes as written. Okay, motion by Gibson for approval. A second. This board member, Stephanie Littleton, I second that motion to approve it. Thank you, board member Littleton. It's been uh, moved by board member Gibson and seconded by board member Littleton to approve the minutes of July 22nd. All those in favor, 
yay. All those opposed, nay. Uh, Board Member Gibson? Gibson, aye. Yay. Aye, yay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Board Member Grable? Board Member Grable, aye. <clears throat> Board Member Littleton? Board Member Littleton, yes. Board Member Misha? Board Member Mishra, I will abstain. I wasn't at the meeting, so thank you. Board Member Robinson? Board Member Taylor? Board Member Marie Taylor, abstain. And Board Member Salvini, aye. We've got four ayes and two abstains. Motion carries. I think a quorum is four, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. City Attorney Tony Wheeler. Thank you. <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm going to move on down since there's no public comment. I do want to recognize um, Alex Kurz with us. Thank you, Alex, for being with us this evening. Um, uh, would you... Uh, I'm gonna ask you before we get into the agenda items, would you like to have some time uh, to reflect and discuss after um, each item? Um, yes, On that's not the regular public comment, yes. Okay, very good. Uh, yeah. um, so it, uh, when we finish uh, agenda item number one, I'll call on you, okay? Okay, yes, Thank you. that works. Okay. Okay, agenda item number one, review changes to the draft ordinance provided by city staff. And that would be um, the uh, police uh, review board draft ordinance. And then also uh, consider and discuss an August 2nd um, email from board member Robinson. So um, let's go ahead and start with the um, community police review board draft ordinance. And um, if you recall from our special meeting um, that we uh, wanted to have just a few um, additions done um, by city staff um, to get it to a point where we feel comfortable um, moving to um, some stakeholders meetings to review, to, to finalize um, the journey of the revisions of this ordinance. So um, who would like to lead us off on discussion? Board member Gibson. Board member Jane Gibson. Um, at the top of the, the first um, change on the ordinance that's in red is under 125.02 E definition of complaint. Um, I went back and listened to the recording of our meeting and, um, and I was there for half, the last half of the meeting and I can't find anywhere that we voted to include either one or two. Um, so I'm not sure why they're here. Uh, they weren't in the minutes either. Um, so I would like to see one and two struck uh, because we didn't, we didn't ask for that. Um, and, and I guess at the same time, um, the, com the conversation that we had was about the possibility that we might just be swamped with a bunch of um, trivial complaints and I certainly take that point. Um, and I wrestled with it to try to think, you know, how could we define complaint in a way that doesn't just invite um, things that, that neither OPA nor we want to, want to address. They don't want to investigate it and we don't want to review it. Um, and the only thing I could come up with was a suggestion 
that we could redefine. I don't know if you want to, if, I don't know if the board's even willing to entertain a new definition this evening. We had, I mean, you know, we went through this in the last meeting, um, but if the board were willing to entertain another definition, it's almost the same, except I thought we might change it as follows. Complaint shall mean any community member's expression of dissatisfaction with a law enforcement action, and that's what's already there, presented orally or in writing with the stated or implied intent to have the allegation investigated. So that there would be some understanding that this was, this was a, a real complaint. So, you know, we don't want, you know, I was thinking about different scenarios. We don't want to hear um, a complaint that says, you know, you, you pulled me over and, and, and you sh you're just wasting time when you should be dealing with, you know, real criminals or something. Um, anybody could make such a complaint, but that's not something that OPA or we, you know, want to do anything with. But we do want, you know, we do want other kinds of complaints that, you know, somebody says, um, you pulled me over because I'm driving this old beater and, um, and I want to talk to your boss. You know, that's not exactly, I want to file a complaint, but it certainly means, it, it, to me, that implies that there's, here's somebody that wants to, wants, wants some investigation of, of um, I guess, the motivation of the officer involved in something like that. So that's why I added um, stated or implied, even though I know that implied intent has got to be just so loosey-goosey. Again, we could be back to the anything can fit there category. Um, but in the end, I guess it's going to come down. We always have to have a complainant. So a complainant has to decide that they want, they want an investigation. So I'm assuming that um, if, the, if they want that, that they're going to say that. No, anyway, that's all I could come up with. I'd, I'd love to hear what other people think about that. Uh, board Member Graybill. Uh, this is Board Member Graybill. I'm not. I'm not sure that we would need to add that language because, in order for a complaint to become uh, relevant to what we do, somebody's got to file something with us. The, uh, the examples board member Gibson gave, I, I, those sound like just oral complaints to an officer, but, uh, and I don't think we can do anything with just a verbal, somebody verbally complaining. I think it takes some kind of a complaint uh, in writing, according to the rest of the ordinance, maybe I'm wrong, but because of that, I'm not sure we need to change other than what uh, board member Gibson set out without that added language she had in there. That's just my thoughts on it. Uh, this is Chair Salvini calling on Randy Larkin. Yes, this is Randy Larkin, Deputy City Attorney. There was a lot of discussion at the last meeting regarding limiting perhaps what you wanted. And I thought perhaps this would be a good way. You can go back to the old language if you wanted to, and then that would include everything. Or you could take what uh, Board Member Gibson has said and, and change that. I would suggest that you keep number two in because that is the only place I could figure out where we could get the opt-out language in because there are no provisions governing actually any written complaints. We don't have any standards for those. We don't have any requirements or anything regarding that. So there isn't any other logical place to put it 
other than to state that if they opt out, that's no longer a complaint. And the only thing that you review are complaints. So I think uh, two should stay in as part of your discussion because that's the most logical place for that to be regarding the opt out option. And then of course the definition is totally up to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is Chair Salvini. Thank you. Um, city Attorney Larkin? Uh, uh, Deputy City Attorney. Deputy City Attorney Larkin, yes. excuse me. Thank you for the clarification. Uh, calling on uh, Board Member Gibson. Board Member Jane Gibson, I, I don't want to dominate this conversation, but I, I want to ask a little more about that number two. I mean, are we required to have an opt-in or opt-out? I thought in our last meeting, um, we didn't vote on anything there. And in the end, the discussion was not to have either an opt-in or an opt-out because we didn't want anything that would be, or at least this was my view. Maybe, I, maybe I'm maybe i not speaking for anybody but me. Um, anything that would pose um, an obstacle or that would make it harder for somebody to file a complaint. And that was especially clear with an opt-in. Um, and I'm not sure what why we need the opt-out. And I think that was where we wound up and there was no vote um, to address the opt-in, opt-out one way or another. Um, but I, again, I'd like to know what other people have to say about that. Uh, this is Chair Salvini calling on board member Taylor. Thank you. This looks this looks really, I mean, I, I love the job that you all did, all the work that you did on this. So I'm sorry, I had to miss the meeting. Um, but um, on this particular language, I think they, that a city attorney's office has done a great job of crafting some language that's very clear, precise, and uh, but but is broad enough to incorporate any kinds of violations of local law, which I think gets at all what we've been talking about. But it's really nicely, nice and compact, um, and clearly stated. Um, so I, I really like this language. Um, the optic, I think the opt. The, the opt-in, opt-out question, I think the opt-in requires more affirmative um, decision-making by the complainant, and this acts instead as the default, that unless you take any other action to opt yourself out, then it would go forward. So I think that does kind of lessen the burden on the complainant if they didn't, they didn't have, they don't have to take any special action for, for the, re for a review to happen at the board for the board to review the complaint. So I think that it, it's a, it, it kind of settles that question. Uh, this is Chair Salvini, thank you. Board Member Taylor, uh, calling on Board Member Littleton. Uh, this is Board Member Stephanie Littleton. Um, I think Marie said very well, I do like um, actually the, the, the one and two added. Uh, I like the opt out versus for all the reasons she just said versus all, mm -hmm. which we talked about on the last meeting and my concerns. I also like some of the additional wording that Jane has proposed. So I, I think maybe going with some of the additional wording, going back to, and I know to Bill's kind of concern, I remember the Lieutenant having explained, you know, they can take any type of complaint anyway, verbally or in writing, you know, yada, yada. So with that being said, Maybe we want to consider adding some of that additional wording Jane's proposing and keeping the one and two. Uh, Chair Salvini calling on board member Gibson. Board member Jane Gibson. D does one not return us to the original ordinance that restricts any review to racial and other bias-based policing or am I misreading it? M Board member Taylor. 
board member Marie Taylor, no, it 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 uh it includes both. It, it includes what it expands what we've what was the initial problem is that it was too narrow and instead then focuses not just on what would be considered bias-based policing, but also anything that would be a violation of of the of the police department's policy or local law um, uh, or rural regulation. So it, it so things like um, uh, mis uh, in, you know like um, misuse of uh, of um, uh, what do you, what are we I'm losing track. It's a uh, misuse of of force of force use of force that would that would be a violation of a uh, of the police department's policy things like that so i i think it it just doesn't go into expansive detail about what those particular mis, uh, abuses would be but they would all fall under that as violations of the that's how There's, i'm reading. Uh, chair salvini uh calling on board member littleton i don't know if, if this board member littleton i don't know if randy was going to speak there uh thank you uh the chair would like to recognize uh, Deputy City Attorney Larkin. <laughs> Did I get that right? See, that's right. You can call me. I'm not the actual city attorney, but I am a city attorney. So a city attorney. Okay. Randy. Attorney is fine. Um, yes, this would this would include any complaint that would be a violation of the state statute on racial or bias-based policing. It would also be any policy violation, any violation of law, or any violation of rule or regulation. So. You know, if, if, if the officer is rude and there's a policy against being rude, then that's something you would hear. But you won't hear stuff like, oh, yeah, I was speeding, but I can't believe he gave me a ticket. Well, you know, that's really not a violation of policy to give someone a ticket for speeding, that kind of thing. So it would weed out a certain amount, but it won't it should leave a large it should leave a lot intact would be what how that was the intent of it. Obviously, this is your ordinance and, and your definition as you do. And uh, if you wanted to, add, and I had an idea, if you wanted to add uh, board member Gibson's thing, uh, language that would fit right in at the very end of it. If you wanted to add that, that could be done right before the number two. And of course, obviously this is your ordinance and you're free to do with it as you please. Uh, Chair Salvini, thank you. Uh, Randy Larkin. Um, uh, board member Gibson. Um, if you're all confident that one is, is going to capture um, the range of complaints, then I'm okay with one. Um, I don't like the opt out. I'm not sure why we, why we have it. I don't know why we need an opt out. Um, if the purpose of the board is to review and make sure we have good relations between the police and the community, I'm not sure why we have an opt out. Um, so I'd like to hear more about why that's, why that's needed. Um, as to the rest um, about, you know, the language I proposed, um, I can live without that. Um, if you all are comfortable with that, we had said at some point in, on a, in one of our many discussions um, that we would see what comes in the door. And if it turns out we're swamped by things that we think are, are not appropriate for review or investigation, then we can revisit the language if we need to. So I'm not wedded to changing that. I was trying to solve a problem and I, I, I wasn't all that comfortable with my solution in any case. Uh, this is Chair Salvini. Um, if, if I'm not mistaken, and correct me please if I'm wrong here, and, and Marie, it goes back to what you were talking about earlier. I think the spirit of and the intent of um, opting out has everything to do uh, with the integrity um, and right of the community member to opt out as opposed 
um, to to doing anything else but that. Okay. Uh, board member Taylor. Board member Murray Taylor. Yes, that's that's what that's exactly what I was getting at. Is that it's more of uh, an effort to give some uh, rights to the complainant to not proceed with it. And I think it's tied to the fact that it's a confidential matter. And if they don't want to have a city board um, investigate that, that they still have that ability to essentially withdraw mm -hmm. from the, from that review. This is chair Salvini. Um, any, any other discussion? Uh, board member Littleton. I'm just, this board member, Stephanie Littleton, I just want to circle back. I do like, um, Jane, I'm, I don't want you to back off on your wording because I think it's well said. And it does help to solve some of our concerns of getting so many frivolous things in the door. Um, so I think that's really well said. I, I would like to consider that further. But yeah, and, and I, I appreciate the opt-out because when we started talking about the opt-in, it was completely the flip side of it. So this gives a good choice to the complainant. Um, uh, this is Chair Salvini. So um, Stephanie, do you want some movement to uh, somehow craft uh, uh, board member Gibson's um, suggestion into um, that first part as, as um, Randy Larkin had suggested? Yes. Okay. Is that in the form of a motion? Okay, I'm gonna, this board member, Steph Middleton, I'm gonna make a motion um, that we amend the complaint definition and after um, where it ends it presented before the I begins and the number one begins and add, uh, see if I can find the end of it. However, why don't you ask me to reread my motion? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're asking Remember Gibson, let's hear it. <laughs> I'm just going to read it. So complaint, complaint shall mean any, yeah, is this it? Of dissatisfaction with law enforcement action presented orally or in writing with the stated or implied intent to have the allegation investigated. Awesome. I don't think Bill's wrong about that, but, but okay. Okay, there's a, a motion to include um, board members uh, Gibson's, <clears throat> excuse me, um, wording to um, <clears throat> see one twenty five zero two in definitions e complaint, um, and the motion is by Littleton. Is there a second? This is Gibson. I'll second. Um, Gibson second, motion by Littleton. Once again, Gibson second. All those in uh, discussion. Uh, board member Taylor. Board member Murray Taylor. So I have a question. Does however presented also mean the same as in writing or orally? It did to me. I, I, I've, had, I've been having this conversation <laughs> and I can't oh. think of another way to do it. So, I mean, if it's not oral or in writing, what else? So however, right. So however presented would mean the same thing as in Orally writing. or in writing. Yeah. So it's redundant. Okay, perfect. Okay. Now we don't okay. need both. We can go back to however presented if you prefer. 
This is Chair Salvini calling on Board Member Graybill. Uh, Miss Board Member Graybill, I got a question. Is that uh, is that in addition, or is that it? Would that amendment include the uh, writing in red also, or just the language that uh, Board Member Gibbs went over? Um. Uh, this is Chair Salvini calling on Little, uh, Board Member Littleton. Uh, Board Member Second Littleton, good point. Yes, this does include, my motion is to include Jane's additional wording, however presented with the stated or implied intent to have the allegation investigated and the one and two. Uh, uh, this is Chair Salvini. If I'm not mistaken, I believe it was recommended uh, by uh, Randy Larkin that it could be toward the end of uh, of one, um, okay, I see uh, Randy Larkin there calling on Randy. Yeah, this is Randy Larkin, Deputy City Attorney. It, it could also fit there as an kind of as an introductory clause. That's that's also fine. Okay, all right, that. very good, thank you. But definitely section one. Yes. Okay, thank it's you. It's related more to section one. Right. Um, but this is Chair Salvini calling on uh, Board Member Misha. This is board member Mishra. So then the the clause will have to get a beginning of sentence. Also, the the community members' expression should be something something because the, it doesn't flow through. Uh, this is Chair Salvini calling on board member Taylor. Board member Murray Taylor. So I, I'm, I was thinking about why, why I'm having trouble uh, um, accepting the amendment. And I think it has to do with that. It, it forces us to think about the mental state of the person who's making the complaint. And I don't know who's going to make that decision in order to consider it a complaint that would be submitted for review. So, and so, so, so if it's submitted with the intent to do something, how am I going to show that intent? Like it seems like it's, it's unnecessary. Like everything, because the way it's written now, anything that's however it's presented that has that allegation would would be considered a complaint. So I, I so I just need to have that teased out a little bit to understand. This is Chair Salvini calling on Board Member Gibson. Um, board Member Jane Gibson. Yeah, I see the I see the problem there. Um, in the last meeting, um, when this came up, uh, I'm trying to remember how how did we how did we have this discussion about the the discussion in the, the this is Chair Salvini. If I'm recalling, the discussion in the last meeting was um, I think it came forward from uh, Board Member Robinson. Am I recalling correctly here? And it was about. Um, uh, the broad stroke of complaints versus um, maybe reining it in or bringing it in just a little bit to be more specific. Um, it, would that be accurate, uh, Board Member Littleton? Yeah, it's Board Member Littleton. Yeah, that's what I had actually brought up the the concern that we were so broad. When it, you know, in reality, you know, we're really not going to have the time or the ability to look at all complaints, and we need to think differently. I'm remembering that the, the problem that we had that we were talking about was body cam footage. 
um, that um, that that would that if there was body cam footage of somebody who's you know seems to be complaining, that um, that could become a complaint, and we would get swamped by all this stuff that we don't want to get swamped by. And that's it seems that's where we were, and that's that was kind of the problem I was trying to solve. Um, but I see that Marie is concerned with the stated or implied intent to have the allegation investigated. That's the problem that Marie is trying to address here. That, but it's it won't be up to us. I mean. In any case, you know, whatever kind of complaint comes in, whether somebody calls the OPA or calls one of us, I mean, there is a moment when somebody becomes a complainant and it's not for us to say you're, you're not a complainant because you didn't say it right or, <laughs> you know, we'll take it however they bring it, right? Um, but the stated or implied intent to have an allegation investigated was, is about um, not having somebody just griping on a body cam and having that come in as a complaint. And sure, maybe so that's just, need, you know, yeah. gratuitous and that's not really a problem. Maybe that's not a real problem. Thank you, Jane. Uh, this is Chair Salvini calling on Marie Taylor. And I do want to say, I believe, Marie, you brought that up at the meeting as well, uh, besides uh Board member, no, you weren't at the last meeting. I think it was board member Robinson. I'm sorry. I, I started looking over my hands before I got here, but I do, yeah, I do recall that. So um, go ahead, board member Taylor. Board member Marie Taylor, it, it kind of gets at something we've discussed before about who's doing this, who's doing the sorting before they even get filed, who's making the decisions about what constitutes a complaint or not. And so I think we just have to be real careful that we don't, again, insert language that then creates the screening. Uh, process that we were trying to avoid, and and it may be that we get more complaints than we think we should, but but we just have to be cognizant that if we do that kind of language, there is some some decision has to be made, and then we're you know we're basically writing it into the the into the ordinance, but not being really clear who makes that decision. So it as opposed to knowing that if we have it written as broadly as we do, everything comes in and it's not left to someone to decide. So that's that's the kind of like the, the crux of my concern yeah, that's where we were uh chair salvini calling on board member mishra board member mishra so i wasn't there at the last meeting so i've missed i come from a naive perspective but one way to get around the implied is to make it explicit so when, and, and again, it's going to be a judgment call. It's, uh, I, I hear you, Mary, and that's one of the things we talked about long ago is when is a complaint, when is a conversation become a complaint? And so is it, will it help if we said explicitly somewhere in the conversation, somebody has to ask that question, is this a complaint? And if the community member is not sure, I don't know. So rather than have it implied, try to make it explicit. And the instructions would be to ask that question in the conversation. Uh, Chair Salvini calling on board member Gibson. Board member Jane Gibson. Sanjay, are you sure you want something like that to screen out complaints? Um, you know, I, I, I'm convinced that we are better off um, with the however presented one and two and stopping there. But well, I, I would point out we have a motion and a second on the floor and we're yeah. in discussion of that. And, mm -hmm. um, and I would just like to advocate for not changing 
that original definition for doing what we originally thought was the best idea, which was to capture a broad swath and see what comes in. And if we need to change the language later, change the language later. Um, but that's what I would prefer. And so I would, I'm, I'm hoping that Stephanie will withdraw the motion and we can do a different motion. This is Chair Salvini calling on board member Littleton. Hey, this is board member Stephanie Littleton. I will, will um, amend actually my motion. It, I, and I think the motion should go with um, the addition of the one and two and leave the complaint definition as it is and adding the one and two. Okay, so you're, uh, we've got a, an amendment. Yes. Um, all right. Um, I would like to say then that we just for clarity purposes, then we're not considering um, the, the spirit or information brought to the meeting today by board member Gibson. Right. Okay. I'm just wanting to affirm that with everyone. So we know. So going forward, we've got a motion then made by um, board member Littleton and seconded by Gibson um, that accepts the language that is presented in red in, um, in section 1-2502 uh, definitions E complaint. Um, okay, are we ready for a vote? Board member Gibson. Board member Jane Gibson. At what point does a community member opt out? Uh, board member Taylor. <laughs> board member Marie Taylor says at any time. <laughs> so anytime throughout the process, they could withdraw. Okay, well, I still don't see the point of that, but all right. Thank you. Okay. Chair Salvini, this is Bobby Walpole. Yes. Can I, I get someone to repeat the motion so that I could record it accurately, please? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Chair Salvini calling on board member Littleton. Okay, this is board member Stephanie Littleton. I, my motion is to um, accept the wording in red that was added following the, uh, the complaint definition for number one and two on the revised ordinance on the agenda this evening. Right, thank you. Thank, thank you. Okay, we're ready for a vote then. Uh, this is Chair Salvini. Um, uh, those in favor, aye. Those opposed, nay. Uh, Board Member Gibson. Board Member Jane Gibson, nay. Board Member Grable. Board Member Graybill, nay. <clears throat> Board Member Littleton. Yay. Uh, Board Member Misha. Say yay. Board Member Taylor. Board Member Murray Taylor, yay. Board Member Salvini, yay. We've got four yays, two nays. The motion passes. Okay, if um, the next section of revisions is on down in section 1-2503, or I'm sorry, 04, um, the specific duties of the board, and that would be number 12. 
this is Chair Salvini. Uh, Board Member Graybill, was this your um, recommendation? I'm not recalling. This is Board Member Graybill. It was not. Thank you. Uh, Board Member Gibson. Board Member Jane Gibson. Um, it was Jenny's. Jenny was concerned that we had no mechanism to let people know that the, their complaint had been received. Um, she had suggested it go up under 10, it's here under 12. I don't see that as any sort of a problem. I think that we're gonna come back to Bill's issue because we now do have a contradiction between um, our the requirement that we sign a confidentiality statement um, and this that says we're going to notify people we've received their complaints. But we'll we'll come back to that. I think this is this is Jenny's motion, and I think it was a good idea to notify people. She did ask some questions in her email. She asked, um, right. um, you know, at what point we would notify people, and and, and um, how it would be done. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. um, and I just wanted to say I'd be in favor of letting them know we have their complaint, and we'll review it when OPA when the OPA investigation is complete which means when we see it, we, could, we can ask the staff if they would please let the person know that we've received the complaint. I, it, it, would that be the last sentence? It, it's, you mean that's already written there? It says the, the board last, may direct staff to provide such notice. Anyway, I'd like to make a motion that we accept this revision. Okay, I've got a motion. This is Chair Salvini, a motion by Gibson to accept this revision. Is there a second? Board Member Grable? Board Member Grable, I'll second that. Okay, discussion? Once again, this is for section, <clears throat> excuse me, 1-2504, item number 12. If no more discussion, are we ready for voting? Um, Board Member Gibson. Board yay. Member Jane Gibson, yay. yay. Board Member Graybill. This is Board Member Graybill, yay. Board <clears throat> Member Littleton. Board Member Littleton, yay. Board Member Mishra. Board Member Mishra, yay. Board Member Taylor. Board Member uh, Marie Taylor, yay. Um, and Board Member Salvini, yay. Uh, the motion carries with a total of six votes. The next is uh, on to section 13. Uh, maintain the confidentiality excuse me, confidentiality of all community member complaints, however received. Uh, Chair Salvini calls on board member Grable. This is board member Grable. I would move that we accept that amendment as presented. Board member Grable presents a motion to accept the language in item or in uh, number 13 as presented. Is there a second? Board member Taylor. Board member Murray Taylor, I second. 
Board Member Marie Taylor seconds the motion. Discussion. Okay, we're ready for a vote. All those in favor, yay. All those opposed, nay. Board Member Gibson. Board Member Gibson, yay. Board Member Graybill. Board Member Graybill, yay. Board Member Littleton. Board Member Littleton, yes. Board Member Mishra. Board Member Mishra, yes. Board Member Taylor. Board Member Mary Taylor, yes. Board Member Salvini, yes. The motion carries with six votes. Okay, um, now we're going on down to, excuse me, um, section D, item two. There's a little uh, strike out of language. And the addition of May in the last sentence. Board member Littleton. I would propose a motion to accept this change as it is. Okay, there's a motion by board member Littleton to accept the change as it is. Is there a second? Board member Gibson? Board member Gibson, second. It's been seconded by board member Gibson. Any discussion? If not, we're ready for a vote. Uh, board member Gibson, yay or nay? Yay. Board member Graybill? Board member Graybill, yay. Board member Littleton? Board member Littleton, yes. Board member Misha? Board member Misha, yes. Board member Taylor? Board member Murray Taylor, yay. Board member Salvini, yay. The motion passes with six votes. <clears> okay, <throat> hey, we'll move forward on down through the document to H. Um, board member Gibson. Board member Jane Gibson, I move we accept this revision. This is the one from Suzanne Valdez, but is broadened to include civil action. And I think the staff did a great job of crafting that. Thank you. There's a motion by board member Gibson to accept the revision. Uh, board member Littleton. I second that motion. Board member Littleton seconds the motion. Any discussion? Uh, board member Gibson, thank you for clarifying that. <clears throat> We're ready for a vote. Uh, board member Gibson, yay or nay? Yay. Board member Graybill? Board member Graybill, yay. Board member Littleton? Board member Littleton, yes. Board member Mishra? Board member Mishra, yes. Board member Taylor? Board member Murray Taylor, yay. Board member Salvini, yay. The motion carries, passes with six, yay votes. Okay, down to qualifications then, 1-2506B, striking number one. And then continued renumbering through that section of B. 
Do we have a motion? Board member Taylor. Uh, board member Murray Taylor, make a motion to, to strike that B1, the renumbering, and can we also then include that striking of the language under subsection C as well, C? that sentence, it's all connected. Okay, thank you. Okay, there's a motion uh, by board member Taylor to strike B1, the renumbering and going ahead and accepting the strikeout in section C. Is there a second? Board member Gibson? Second. Board member Gibson seconds, discussion. No discussion, we're ready for the vote. Uh, board member Gibson, yay or nay? Yay. Board member Grable? Board member Grable, yay. Board member Littleton? Board member Littleton, yes. Board member Mishra? Board member Mishra, yes. Board member Taylor? Board member Murray Taylor, yay. Board member Salvini, yay. The motion carries um, six votes. The motion passes. Um, I want to uh, recognize Marie Taylor for, in her absence, bringing that to the board via uh, board member Littleton. Appreciate that. Um, the chair calls on uh, board member Littleton. This board member Littleton, you just took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> but I wanted to also, besides thinking Marie, I wanted to think uh, City Legal have done a great job making these uh, amendments. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Uh, we're, we're done with the document. There's a strikeout on just a, at the end with a date. Um, and uh, board member Gibson. Um, I'd like to revisit the issue. This is board member Jane Gibson that Bill raised in the last meeting. It's under 12506B2 now with the new numbering that has a sign, a confidentiality agreement agreeing that all information reviewed and discussed regarding the receipt of a community member's complaint or review of an OPA investigation will be kept confidential and not disclosed and so on and so forth. The problem that Bill was you know, right to point out here is that what we've said is that we now, that in this section we're saying we can't say anything about the receipt of the community member's complaint. So if we would delete the words, the receipt of, then what we have is signing a confidentiality agreement, agreement all information reviewed and discussed regarding a community member's complaint or review of an OPA investigation will be kept confidential. Bill, mm -hmm. is that what, that's what you wanted, right, Bill? You wanna get rid of the, this, this seems to contradict the idea that we can notify them that we've received their complaint because it says regarding the receipt of. So we wanna get rid of the receipt of mm -hmm. and we can keep confidential um, any, the complaint and review and of the, the content, right? The content. Right. right. Uh, this is Chair Salvini. Thank you, Gibson. Um, board member Gibson. Um, <laughs> board member, thank you, Gibson. Uh, board Welcome member Grable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I guess what I want to say, uh, this is Chair Salvinius. Thank you for your careful eye on that, uh, Jane. Uh, Board Member Graybill, do you have uh, any comment? This was Bill's careful eye, not mine. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I feel a little uncomfortable with limited, just 
where we limit ourselves, where we can't speak to these complainants about the process that this their complaints are going through. I don't know what all. I don't know why the need for the secrecy. Board member Taylor. I'm not sure taking out the word receipt gets to it. Uh, uh, Chair Salvini calling on board member Taylor and then board member Gibson. Uh, board member Marie Taylor, um, not to steal that point at all. Um, I still think we should, I, I wanna delve a little, even, a little even more deeply into that question. When we also look at the subsection uh, G, under uh, on page 14, where we're allowed to do a general release to the public about a summary of the complaint and as well as its disposition. And so how can we do that? And also um, honor the confidentiality, oh, confidentiality that says all information received. So I got a problem with the all and, and to add in to Bill's concern about the receipt. So uh, let's talk about it, I guess. Okay, so <clears throat> very good. Uh, thank you, board member. This is Chair Salvini. Thank you, board member Taylor. Uh, board member Gibson. Um, I think we're going to need to hear from uh, Randy and Tony about this. This is the issue was about um, the, uh, the rights of the, no, it, it was about the rights of the officer involved uh, oh. as an employee of the city. Randy, can you and Tony clarify that for us? Okay. This is Randy Larkin, Deputy City Attorney. I just want to point out that if somebody files a complaint and you notify them that you received it, you would not be breached of any confidentiality because the person already knows that they've received the complaint. So I don't have any concern regarding that particular aspect of it. Uh, regarding your, your report, this, this thing allows you to, the ordinance allows you to do the report. So that would obviously not be a violation of the confidentiality agreement because that you are allowed by ordinance to do so. So that would trump this particular deal. This is only aimed at someone talking to their next door neighbor or providing this information to the press such that it creates a, a, you know, a harm or a violation of privacy of either a police officer or perhaps a victim or a witness to an event. These are the things that we're trying to protect through the confidentiality agreement or the confidentiality requirement. Right. So, excuse me, board member Jane Gibson, Randy, this is not related to um, the employees, the issue of the violation of employees. No, this Randy Larkin, yes, that's part of it, but there, there's a number of privacy rights and employee rights that are all intermingled within here that we're trying to protect all these things. And so it, it's, it's all part of it, but there are employee rights. There's also rights of privacy of perhaps a complainant or even witnesses who may have made a statement relating to the event that might be the complaint. So these are all the things that we're trying to protect. And that's what these confidentiality requirements are aimed at so that these aren't shared with the press. These aren't shared with the person down the street. And so everybody's business becomes the business of everybody else when it's intended to just to see whether or not there was a violation, whether the investigation of that violation was appropriate and go from there. Yeah, so the, this is Chair Salvini. So basically, Randy, in looking at B uh, now one, 
Um, so we're talking about the the process in the first part, sign the, the agreement. It really, receipt is used differently here than above, right? Yeah, and, and like I said, there, you can you can discuss with the complainant. The complainant knows that they filed the complaint, so there would be no breach of confidentiality mm -hmm, there. Mm -hmm, but when you mm -hmm. give a notice of that, you, right. we have received it. And that's the only thing you're doing is, yes, we have received your complaint. Which that is will not, not a violation, be a violation right. of your confidentiality. If you were to talk to your neighbor or to a, a newspaper reporter regarding the content of it, or even the fact that you received it, that would be a, that would be problematic. Violation. Right. Very good. Thank you. This is Chair Salvini calling on board member Gibson. Board member Jane Gibson. Um, if we delete the three words, the receipt of, we have no conflict in, within the document about the receipt. Now, obviously I misunderstood Bill's point, but that is my point. So we need to delete those three words and then we don't have any contradiction there at all. I would like to ask if uh, about Marie's point in the summary where we report, those mm -hmm. also then would need to comply with the respect for confidentiality that there we wouldn't include things there that would violate the privacy rights or the it, it's actually docu it's written into the ordinance the things that we would not include there right that's correct that's how that's how we view it this randy Larkin, deputy city attorney thank you thank you uh chair salvini calling on board member mishra board member mishra so instead of all information can you say identifying information will that help Because I got to present summary information to the public. Uh, uh, Jane, do you want to? I'm sorry. Uh, this is Chair Salvini. Uh, board member Mishra, I, I didn't quite get everything that you said. Um, my internet. Yeah. Sorry, Chair. I said that instead of agreeing that all information review, instead of the word all, can we change that to identifying information? Board member Gibson. Ultimately, we got to present statistics of complaints received. Mm -hmm. uh, and that may help solve okay. Taylor's Uh, board member Gibson, did we? Uh, board member Jane Gibson, did we get a second on my motion to delete those three words? Oh. If not, if not, I'm, the motion I'm can just die. I, I, I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, Gibson uh, made a motion to delete those three words uh, in section. Hold on. Twenty-five oh six B one. B one, and that would be in the on the second line the receipt of correct yeah, yeah just to eliminate any contradiction there and okay. then we can come back and talk about that other issue that that i think bill would like sure. to hear more of and sanjay wants to talk about okay very good so there's a motion uh to strike the receipt of in uh, b1 under 12506 is there a second um board member mishra second, second. Discussion.
Uh, it appears there's no discussion. Let's go ahead and put that to a vote. Um, board member Gibson, yay or nay? Yay. Board member Graybill? Board member Graybill, nay. Board member Littleton? Board member Littleton, yes. Board member Mishra? Board member Mishra, yes. Board member Taylor? Board member Marie Taylor, yes. Uh, board member Salvini, yes. We've got five votes, yes. The motion carries. Okay, um, can we get back to then um, uh, Jane? The question you brought up about covering a uh, concern by board member uh, Graybill? Well, you need to go back to Bill and Sanjay about that. That's not okay. my issue. Okay, I, I'm sorry, thank you. Uh, board member Graybill? Is there any uh, concern? I, I just think this is too broad. Sorry. A board member Mishra? Board member Mishra, my suggestion was instead of all information, if we just pulled away all and said identifying information. Is that? And that's in, in B1. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, if that helps sort out uh, Marie's issue also of how will we report if everything is confidential. Uh, this is Chair Salvini uh, calling on board member Taylor for a response. Board member Marie Taylor. Um, I like that, but I, I, I'm more concerned with what Deputy uh, Larkin has to say. Uh, this is Chair Salvini calling on Deputy Larkin. Uh, this is Randy Larkin, Deputy City Attorney. Uh, the concern about the, of restricting it to identifying information, that would free up the board or free up anybody who has information to say, Officer X, la la la, did this and that situation. And it's gonna be fairly easy to draw and connect the dots within a newspaper article or within just communications within the community as to who the operators and who the, who the persons are. So it'd be the preference of the city attorney's office that we retain the all. And again, I would reiterate, this is not gonna be in conflict with providing a report at the end of the day regarding these types of things, but as the, as the investigation or the review of the investigation is going on, it would be our preference that we retain the word all. This is Chair Salvini, thank you. Any other questions or comments? Board Member Graybill, then Board Member Taylor. Mm -hmm. uh, since I'm not going to be on this board when this ordinance comes into effect, I really don't have that much dog in the fight. However, you're subjecting yourselves to potential criminal prosecution for violation of these confidentiality agreements. With the language that's in there right now, without any kind of limiting language, you're sticking your necks way out. And that's one of the reasons I would not want to do it. That would not be my preference. I think board member Mishra's uh, suggestion is probably a good suggestion. It starts limiting down to what you know, 
you can't discuss or uh, is protected by the confidentiality agreement. Anytime you start putting all in, that's an awfully broad term for you folks. That's all. Uh, thank you, Board Member Grable. I'll go to uh, Board Member Taylor and then uh, Deputy City Attorney Larkin. Hey, Board Member Murray Taylor. So would it be possible, um, this is a question for Andy, if we could strike the word all, so it just says information, and then do a cross-reference back to this section about re reporting that says notwithstanding something like that, not so legalese, notwithstanding section about the confidentiality agreement, you are allowed to do this. I think they just need to, those two sections just need to talk to each other so that we can know that what we're doing with the report is allowed. Uh, and, you know, notwithstanding the confidentiality agreement and then the confidentiality agreement that we have to sign has to be revised to say that it's fine for us to to do the summary report. So we just need to review and revise that confidentiality agreement that we all have to sign to make sure that that carve out is there. So that's my suggestion. Uh, Chair Salvini calling on uh, <clears throat> Attorney Larkin. This is Randy then, Larkin, Deputy, Randy Larkin, Deputy City Attorney. And that was gonna be my suggestion as well that there would be an exception carved out for the summary report at the end, that that would not, be a violation of it. And I think that would be a, a fix for it. And then obviously we would pre prefer that the word all be there, but then ultimately this is your decision. Uh, thank you, uh, Attorney Larkin. This is Chair Salvini calling on uh, Board Member Gibson. Board Member Jane Gibson. Marie, can you tell us <clears throat> the location of the other paragraph that you want this one to talk to so we can look at that? Um, for board member Murray Taylor. It's on page 14. It's I don't, on, mine doesn't have page numbers. Okay. Um, okay. I'm look, I was looking at the board packet. I have to go back. So if you go back to your, we're in one 2504 specific duties of the board. And then you go down to um, G subsection G. G. Mm -hmm. So board member Marie Taylor, Thank you. What, 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 um, what Randy is proposing is that we don't change that language in G, but then we, in the section that we're discussing now on the confidentiality agreement, do the carve out there that says, except for your requirements under subsection G 1-2504, and then, and then the rest of the, the, the clause. Right. It would be something along the lines of except as permitted by section 12504G or, or something along those lines. That would be my recommendation. And this is Randy Larkin, Deputy City Attorney. This is Chair Salvini. Thank you, uh, Randy and, and Marie. Um, calling on Board Member Mishra. Board Member Mishra. So I, I don't understand the legalese, but my question is in G, we are doing everything that we are forbidden to do in that last clause. And you said does not include names and that's fine. So is it that in an open meeting, we have a more relaxed constraint than 
when I'm talking to my neighbor? Chair Salvini calling on board member Taylor. It says a summary of the community member complaint as well as its disposition. So summary, I got to tell what the complaint was. And I am not releasing identifying information, but that in, so in an open meeting, you can say anything, but in maybe, yes, that's the legislator's right. And, and there's no libel issues there. Uh, Taylor. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, I guess to step back, I th think what we're talking about is when a complaint is filed, the information that we receive is only because we, we were sitting on the board and we're reviewing this information that's confidential. So we, we, it's, that's really different from, from just gathering information or talking on the street that has nothing to do with the information that you receive because you're sitting on the board and you've received that information. So that has to be kept confidential. That's my so if so then I think your your scenario, Sanjay, is that if someone knows about it and they're a neighbor and they start talking to you about it, can you talk to them? Is am I and um you cannot disclose any information that you received be, because you sat on the board and you learned it. That's that's what's covered. Mm -hmm. If someone asks you, well, how did that case end up? We've done a summary report, you could just refer them to the report. And that's all the information that you can give. That's my understanding of how this would work for us. And I think that if if we take out the word all, it's still, it's the, I think this is where we're like parsing words because if we say the information, it's I think that it, that implies all the information that you received. That's that's so right. I think we're, we're, we could spend another 20 minutes talking about this. And the next let's talk about uh, but and including not limited to and get all, you know, like the whole thing of legalese where Got it. you have to say without limitations, you know, we could go on and on. Yeah. Uh, this is Chair Salvini. Thank you. Uh, Board Member Taylor. Randy, uh, did you have uh, anything to add to that? This is Randy Larkin, Deputy City Attorney. Uh, uh, Board Member Taylor's absolutely correct. Her analysis is right. I, I don't have anything to add. Okay. Okay, uh, this is Chair Salvini calling on board member Gibson. Board member Jane Gibson, we need a motion. We do. <clears throat> uh, board member Taylor. Board member Marie Taylor, I'll, I'll make the motion. Uh, motion is that for section, uh, I have to find it now. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, oh, under confidentiality. Okay, so uh, my motion is uh, is to make a revision to section 1-2507 to delete the word all in the in the, the section that says to maintain the confidentiality of all information to so to to strike that all and and to also make changes to that same sentence or that same section to create an exception for uh, release of information related to this summary report that is re required of the board under sub under section 1-2504G. Did everyone get that? Okay. <laughs> I can't see it. 
do we have a second? Board member Gibson. Second. Discussion? Uh, for clarification purposes, uh, board member Taylor, are we talking about B1 uh, in uh, section 2506, right? I, I think that's originally where you were striking all in front of information. Okay, there. And I think, can we also look? Uh, okay. Yes. So revise okay. that to say 2506 on all information received. And then that the clause would be under that subsection B1. But I also then have another question. <laughs> so, okay, well this yes, is, okay. So I just wanted to clarify the striking all. I, I, I know I'm not sure that was the place in the first original. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to clarify that. Thank you. Yes. So okay. Marie Taylor, board member. Yes, so I'm gonna go back again. And so I'll restate that. It's under uh, section 1-2506 to strike the word all in the first sentence on, that's under B1. So to strike all before the word information in that sentence. And then in that section to create an exception for information that is released pursuant to our requirements under subsection G um, for the summary report. That would be G under, <clears throat> excuse oh, no. me. 1-2504. Yes. Okay, just making sure. All right, very good. Thank you. So the motion has been clarified by and made by uh, board member Taylor. Is there a second? I already seconded it. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, board member. Thank you, I'll Gibson. <laughs> I'll second it again, Salvini. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, any more discussion? Uh, board member Mishra. Board member Mishra, my concern with all this is we are using too much of a legal definition and not and losing our role as community representatives. And we are blocked from discussing anything about the cases that come before us. It does not happen in the best jury system. After the case is heard and things are gone, everybody talks about why they arrived at that decision. If I cannot tell people why I arrived at a particular decision, what's the point of being on this board? Board, uh, board member Taylor, did you have your hand up earlier? Uh, board member Marie Taylor, I did, but on a different point. Okay, thank you. Uh, uh, attorney Larkin? This is Randy Larkin, uh, Deputy City Attorney. Again, the difference between a jury trial and what you're doing as an administrative board of the city is that a jury is hearing a something that someone has filed in public that's a public record. There's a jury trial. The deliberations are... Are, are confidential. Once the verdict is reached, then there is no more confidentiality be, be regarding what happened because everything else is in the public. 
this is an administrative hearing where you're hearing confidential matters at the get-go. These are not open records. These are protected for the protection of the police officers, for the protection of, of the witnesses, for protection of the complainants. And that's what the protection goes forward, and that protection will go forward after you hear the case and all during the time that you hear the case. And that's the distinction. Uh, this is Chair Salvini calling on Board Member Mishra and then Board Member Graybill. Board Member Mishra, I understand uh, Attorney Larkin, absolutely. So, and, and I'm willing to say that we will not divulge confidential information. But acting as a community representative, if you want to build confidence in the board, you cannot just direct them to that piece of paper. You have to have a process that you engage in a conversation with them. And which is what I'm seeing lacking in this because this process says, oh, case number XYZ, go take a look. We have said what we wanted to say. Thank you. Board Member Graybill. This is Board Member Graybill. Originally, my concern was the fact that you were limiting any conversations with a complainant. And if I remember correctly, uh, Attorney Wheeler agreed that that was a problem. Apparently, there has been a change of thought in the city attorney's offices in regards to that issue. For me, that is still an issue. With this, even with the all taken out, it would still absolutely limit you to having any kind of a conversation with the complainant. Even if the complainant filed their complaint, didn't hear anything from anybody for a month, called somebody up and said, what happened to my complaint? According to, as I understand, Attorney Larkin, is the, re the actual receipt, you could say we received it, but you couldn't say we sent it on to the, the OPA a month ago. Uh, I just don't understand why we're so concerned with the privacy of the police department and not the concern that concerned with the interest and the concerns of the complainant. Uh, I, I, I just, I don't get it. This is Chair Salvini calling on a board member Taylor. Board member Marie Taylor, I'm not reading it that way. That is sort of, I would call extraneous information that you're receiving. It's about the status of, a I mean, that's not the complaint itself. That's about where it is in the process, um, who you sent it to. That's not the confidential information that you receive from the complaint. So I think there's a distinction that then makes it still possible to give us a status report on where, or to describe your own actions on what you did when you received the complaint which is like forwarded onto OPA. Board member Gibson. 
Board Member Jane Gibson, is there a reason not to include the complainant in that list of people that can have information disclosed to them? Why? Well, I think is that your is that to your point, Bill? That you know, was my point last week or last meeting. But we didn't. It, you know, I, I'd like to know why we should not include the complainant as someone that we could talk to, since we we can talk to the gov. We can talk to the city commission, the city manager, the city attorney's office, the police department. Anybody that those people think should have that information, is there a reason why the complainant should not have that information? Uh, this is Chair Salvini calling on uh, Attorney Larkin. Yep, Attorney Larkin. This is Randy Larkin, Deputy City Attorney. At the end of the at the end of the process, the the complainant does receive. Uh, the report. They're one of the persons that would actually receive it. Now, I don't understand you want to keep them updated as to how it's going. You want to tell them what's going on. Then, then there's certain situations that would be a problem. If you want to ask questions of them, there's certain due process matters and things that would be involved. And we don't have subpoena powers. And we talked about that months ago. So I, I guess I'm a little bit at a loss as to what it is that we want to be communicating with the complainant as the investigation or your review of an investigation is ongoing, other than the fact that you received a complaint and have forwarded onto the to the police department. This is Chair Salvini calling on board member Taylor. Board member Marie Taylor, I also think that the, the more com communication we have with the, the, the person who's filed the complaint, the, the more it could turn into a gray area where they start to think they can give us uh, information and file facts with us and then we become some investigator. So it, 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 could, it, could, it could create some confusion about the process and who they should be talking to and who's, who they should be de delivering the information that they may think they can just start giving to us as we go back and forth with communication. So I think at that point when it's in that stage of the process, we just have to, I would, we just have to be really careful. This is Chair Salvini. Do we have any motions? Already made and seconded Salvini. Oh yeah, thanks. <laughs> let me let me check my notes. <laughs> I, I, I have it right here. Um, okay, any other discussion? Okay, we're ready for vote. Uh, uh, Board member Gibson, yay or nay? Yay. Board member Graybill. Board member Graybill, nay. Board member Littleton. Board member Littleton, yes. Board member Mishra. Board member Mishra, no. Board member Taylor. Board member Murray Taylor, yay. Uh, board member Salvini, yay. Um, we've got four yays. The motion carries. Two nays. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. Um, let's see. 
think that does it for the document. Are there any other, uh, Board Member Gibson? Board Member Jane Gibson, I have a question. Um, so if a complainant contacts us and says, I'd like to know what the status of my complaint is, and we have, we've sent it back to OPA and, and you know, we've upheld it or we disagreed or whatever, are we not permitted to say that? Are we permitted to say we sent it back and we upheld their findings or we sent it back and we disagreed with their findings? Are we allowed to say that at that point? This is Chair Salvini calling on uh, Deputy City Attorney Larkin. This is Randy Larkin, Deputy City Attorney. Are you talking about during the process or after the decision has been made or, or what? Well, the scenario that I, I just offered was one in which we had already done our review and sent our report back to the OPA and, and, and say the person hadn't received anything yet and, were asked the, and was asking us what was the status of their complaint. And our answer, if we were permitted to give it, would be that we completed our review, we upheld or um, the police department's findings and sent it back to OPA. I mean, can we say that? At the conclusion of the of your review of the investigation, a written report is going to be prepared, and it but would not be by sent. us. I believe so. Yes. I mean, we for the OPA, right? But not for the complainant. Is my the question. complainant receives it? City manager oh, really? receives yes. The chief, the city city manager, the chief of police, the city manager, and the complainant receives the complaint. Oh, thank you. It receives your written report. Sorry. Okay. Thanks. I don't remember that. Uh, uh, this is Chair Salvini calling on Board Member Taylor. Board Member Marie Taylor. So, uh, if two things, uh, I think that if this were if this new structure that we're discussing is actually adopted, we will have to have some um, procedures. So, written procedures. So, that's where that would happen, but we're too early because we don't know where this is gonna go. Um, uh, and then, so I have a question uh, about section 12507, confidentiality. And I just wanna make sure then, this is what I thought I was changing, <laughs> making a motion to change because that also says all information received, but the distinction might be that it's an executive session. So perhaps that makes some difference, uh, but do we need a carve out as well for what we can receive? What we can um, what we can disclose through the summary report. So I guess that's more. It's a question for Randy. This is Randy Larkin, Deputy City Attorney. It'd probably be a good idea to add a car uh, an exception to that paragraph as well. This is Chair Salvini. Is there a motion? That's Marie Taylor, Board Member. I'd like to make a motion that we. Uh, revise the language in 1-2507 to create uh, an exception uh, to that confidentiality requirement such that we can um, fulfill our duties on the summary report that's required of us in uh, section 1-2504G. Is there a second? Board Member Jane Gibson, I'll second. There's a motion and a second um, discussion. And uh, Marie, again, for clarification purposes, are you uh, in 2507 in confidentiality, are you referring to uh, line four 
to the all there? Yes. My other phone number, they're all that's in, well, it's in, it's in, oh my goodness, it's in section, um, it's the third line. It's the, it's the. Oh, I'm sorry, the third line. I'm the, I, I don't mean the fourth line, excuse me. <laughs> Thank you. A discussion, uh, board member Gibson? Did you have, okay. Sorry. Uh, board member Larkin. Or, I'm sorry, Deputy right. Chief Larkin. <laughs> this is Randy Larkin, Deputy City Attorney. Rather than just limiting it to that one section, 12504G, I think perhaps we'll just do a blanket uh, exception, if that's all right with the, the board members, such that anything that's permitted under the code would not be about anything, any, any disclosure, any report that you're allowed to make under the code would not be a violation. So except for, except as per, otherwise permitted by this article, as opposed to just that one section. And that would provide all of you with a little more protection, I believe, if you're all right with that. I think that would probably be a better idea. Uh, Chair Salvini, calling on board member Taylor. Board member Marina, I really like that idea. And so uh, um, if I withdraw my uh, motion and uh, I'll, I'll restate if everyone, if. I'll restrate as as Randy has stated is if everyone is uh, okay with that after discussion. Um, and I'll I'll second the new one. Thank you. Okay, discussion. Uh, board member Gibson. Um, I'd just like to thank Bill because we wouldn't even be looking at this if Bill hadn't pointed it out in that last meeting. Okay, we're ready for a vote. Uh, board member Gibson, yay or nay? Yay. Board member Grable? Board member Grable, only because I'm not sure what we're voting on nay. Board member Littleton? Board member Littleton, yes. Board member Misha? Board Member Mishra, yes. Board Member Taylor? Board Member Murray Taylor, should I restate what? Yes. Okay, so this motion is to, under section um, one. Well, it's to, it's to effectuate order, order. There's a motion and a second, and it's been it's in a voting process. So, uh, Murray Taylor, board, I, I'm going to, uh, withdraw my motion. Are you withdrawing yes. the one we're voting on? Yeah, if I can, because I don't want Bill to not feel like he doesn't know what he's voting for or against. We should, we should. Let me change that. Nay. Okay. Board member Marie Taylor, then yay. We need uh, practice with our Roberts Rules of Order. This is a mess. Board <laughs> member Salvini, yay. Um, I was marking it out. Uh, the yeas have it. Motion carried. Um, a total vote of five and one, five yeas, one nay. Okay. Um, any other movement or change on the document. Uh, board member Grable. 
under 2506C, I don't believe you've addressed that yet. Oh, thank you. Board Member Grable. <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, I believe this uh, is this consistent with the change um, under B1. This is Board Member Marie Taylor. I included it in my motion for that uh, criminal background check. And, and so to, to reiterate the motion that Marie made to um, 12506B1 to strike that, renumber, then we moved on down to C and accepted that in the same motion. Thank you. Thank you for checking on that. Okay, anything else with the document? Okay, if not, once again, oh, excuse me, Board Member Littleton. Board Member Stephen Littleton, I think there's one small one on uh, Section 12512A, number two. I think that the or if that was added in. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Uh, 12512A number two. Looks like there was, it looks like it's or was that uh, I'm looking oh. at this addition. It looks like that is a change. Oh. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yes, the or yes. was added in. Yep. I see. Uh, I, this is Chair Salvini, I'm not having recall on that from the last meeting. Uh, Attorney Larkin? This is Randy Larkin, Deputy City Attorney. I don't, do not believe it was discussed at the last meeting. It was something as I was going through, I caught, I added the disjunctive just so the purpose, so that if one of those are violated, that would be retaliation. Otherwise, without the or, someone could make the argument, although it probably would not be successful, but it would save us time from having to fight it, that, oh, by retaliation, you have to meet all three prongs. We don't want that. Just one of those prongs would be retaliation. So I think the or is necessary just as a disjunctive, just to, for clarification purposes. Uh, Chair Salvini, thank you. Uh, Attorney Larkin, Board Member Gibson. I appreciate that logic. Um, Randy, do we not also then need an or after number one? Because then we have, you know, or the third one, but we then is and implied if we don't put the or in after number one? No, uh, this is Randy Larkin. It, this is like a serial, you know, where you have commas, serial commas. You don't say and Bill and Fred and Joe and Mike. You say Mike, Joe, Fred, and the or then will run back through the okay. semicolons or the thing, so it, it relates backward. I appreciate it, thank you. All right, thank you. Um, is there a motion on this? I, I, I will also ask for a motion on that and on the last past at the bottom of the document, the date. 
moving uh, to change it from uh, 2020 to 2021. Is there a motion? Board Member Jane Gibson, I move we accept both of those revisions. Under 125.12.2, adding the word or and the last sentence before approved that it changes the date from 2020 to 2021. Is there a second? Uh, Board Member second. Mishra? Second. Board Member Mishra, second. Okay, discussion? Looks like we're not going to have one. Uh, we're ready for the vote. Uh, Gibson, yay or nay? Yay. Graybill? Board Member Graybill, yay. Uh, Littleton? Board Member Littleton, yes. Mishra? Board Member Mishra, yes. Taylor? Board member Murray Taylor, yes. Salvini, yes. Unanimous. Six votes. The motion carries. Okay. Uh, once again, just a reminder, this is to prepare the document to move into it, the next phase of review with stakeholders. Um, and we have... Uh, is there any discussion on the email from board member Robinson? Any follow-up or was that integrated into our discussion on the document? It was integrated. Thank you. Um, we're done with uh, agenda item number one. I was going to move to Mr. Kerr, uh, board member Gibson. Well, I, um, I had a um, board member Jane Gibson. Are we nominating um, new officers at our September 9th meeting? I, I think so. I'm not sure. Uh, does Bobby know? Is, is Bobby? Yeah, still Bobby. Is? I. This is Bobby Walthall. I do not know. I'll check the schedule and um, let you guys. That would know. be our September 9th meeting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let Thank me go. You. I'll go back and look and see if I can tell you guys before we um, adjourn tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, um, we're done with uh, agenda item one. I'd like to call on um, community member Alex Kerr. Uh, good evening. Um, I, uh, first off, like to say, I do agree with the board on the items that they have, um, talked about and made motions in this meeting, uh, for this agenda item. Um, from what I got from the people in this community is that we, we just want, the people in this community are just ready for the, the stakeholders meeting more than the tell me right now so i could tell this board they they want the stakeholders meeting to say things more than relaying it to me to tell this board right now now that could change but right now it's they want they want to be at the stakeholders meeting and say their things i don't know why it could be that there's a reason why i just don't know but it's because of they want to speak at that, speak at the stakeholders meeting or those meetings, then relay it to me for this board to look at or um, to look at right now. Um, uh, the people that I have, yeah, so I really don't have, so I do agree. I don't know about 
a lot of a lot of people didn't tell me if they agree with the motions that this board made tonight. So it's just that I do agree. It's not the whole community agrees or the majority of it. Um, I do want to thank the city legal staff and this community also thanks the legal staff um, for revising this ordinance and making changes. I have read this thing, the, 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 the draft ordinance and some community members, community members have read it and we think every single, all the motions that this board has made on my notes, we the community or those community members want. I I'll community members not whole not not the whole community. It was only just the community members. Those me and five other community members to be more specific. Um. So yeah, that's what I have to say for this agenda item. Uh, yeah, that's all I have for this agenda item. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Mr. Kerr. Okay, moving on to agenda item number two. Um, discuss intent, desired outcomes, and logistics for a stakeholders meeting to move closer to finalizing the draft ordinance. Um, so, uh, open conversation. Uh, Stephanie, I was wondering, uh, this is Chair Salmini, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind leading uh, off this uh, discussion. Board member Stephanie Littleton, thanks, uh, Tanya. I'd really like to just open up the floor, and I know we're getting late. Uh, just kind of get a sense of where <clears throat> to move um, the discussion, so we can start bringing together, you know, our thoughts, what that looks like, and and move towards having a st stakeholder meeting. I think that's the most important next step. Um, so I'd just like to open up the floor for that. Okay, um, this is uh, Chair Salvini, and um, I, I would like to uh, fold in um, uh, not only members of our board, but also members of um, uh, law enforcement, because I do believe we want to work with uh, the Lawrence Police Department on um, uh, reviewing uh, the document. Um, so um, I don't know, um, I'm trying to get this right, you're Lieutenant Ernst now, correct? Yes. Okay, very good. Lieutenant Ernst, I didn't know. And is it Captain McKinley, correct? It's Major Trent McKinley. Excuse me, Major McKinley. Thank you. I apologize. No problem. Um, in the conversation of uh, uh, the intent and desired outcomes in working on this uh Collaborative, collaborative effort uh, in uh, getting feedback, some final feedback, so we can uh, move toward a, a final ordinance. This Major Trent McKinley is, we're, just to make sure I'm clear, were you asking for kind of some ideas on our part or, um, I think one of the things that uh, in my discussion with uh, assistant manager, um, assistant city manager, Brandon McGuire, uh, we wanted to kind of listen to uh, what you had envisioned uh, for that stakeholder 
meeting and outreach. Uh, and then we also wanted to think about some of the recommendations that were made by CityGate to potentially have a meeting of such uh, led by a facilitator. Uh, which I don't know what, what that looks like at this point in time, but I think that that was also something that we wanted to hear the board's input on and then kind of go from there at that point. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, uh, board Member Gibson. Board Member Jane Gibson. Um, I would very much like to have a meeting with the um, Chief of Police and the uh, Police Officers Association representative and the City Attorney and I'm not sure how we would do it, but some uh, members of the community, in addition to uh, either this whole board or representatives from this board. Um, and I think it's really important to have a mediator or a, I guess a facilitator is more what I have in mind than a, mm -hmm. than a mediator. Someone to, to help, um, I guess, facilitate the, the conversation. Conversation. Mm -hmm. um, I'm wondering uh, who should, be at the table or do we need a, a, a series of, of uh, brief meetings or um, board member Jane uh, Gibson Tanya yes. I wonder if, if we just um, give some outline you know of the kind of what our expectations are if we could leave it to yeah. the to Brandon um, to organize okay. something. I mean, sure, I, I, so I wouldn't like for us to become party planners here. I, I think that's <laughs> more than we can manage. Understood, understood. So let's get back to uh, the desired outcomes, what we hope to achieve perhaps. Um, not only that, I, I want to go back up and uh, affirm and confirm. And again, I can have a follow-up meeting. Well, I guess Stephanie and I could have a follow-up meeting to discuss this with uh, uh, Brandon as well, um, that we know we want a facilitator. We know, uh, I'm hearing from uh, Board Member Gibson, the LPD uh, chief, uh, acting chief, correct? Um, um, the uh, association, um, city attorney at the table, okay. And uh, the intent is to sit down and talk through the document, the intent and um, collaborate for feedback um, from the association, the police chief and along with the city attorney. Is that, am I restating the obvious here? <laughs> now, now, this is board member Stephanie and basically uh, to what you're saying is basically we all have a shared responsibility, right? To work towards yeah. the goal here and mm -hmm. make sure that everybody has a voice at the table, the right ones. I think you may, if you've not included the community stakeholders, because we will want some of those. Right. Table, um, but Truly, everybody having a voice and working toward a common goal. Okay. Uh, board Member Mishra? Yeah, Board Member Mishra, sorry. I was just wondering, are we looking at one meeting or 
several meetings. If you're looking at one meeting, my advice, and I have limited experience here, but the community members, if they have issues, will feel threatened and choked if you have the police in the same room. And we want to get away from it, but that's reality at this point. This is a board member, Stephanie Lilton. So to, to your point, Sanjay, um, so we've kind of kicked a little bit around the thought of, so would we have an open meeting, have one large? Should we have smaller meetings to allow, um, not, not open, but have smaller meetings so we can have more open conversation? Um, there's two schools of thought there. So something else for us to consider. Um, this is Chair Salvini, and then uh, I've got a couple of remarks, and then uh, Board Member Gibson. I do believe in some of our previous conversations, we are hoping to move through this as, uh, through uh, and try to be somewhat complete or complete the process by, I think we set a kind of a target as October, the end of October. Um, uh, and I could be wrong there. I, I tried, I went through my notes and I have October down um, to try to schedule some of uh, um, some, some meetings or a meeting um, and try to conclude as um, by the end of October as a target date. Uh, Board Member Gibson. Board Member Jane Gibson. Um, I kind of think we, we did the community survey, but I think Sanjay's got a good point and I would favor um, more meetings, shorter meetings with fewer people, um, different constituencies. I mean, I'm not big on meetings. You know, I'm, I don't want to meet for the sake of meetings. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that, you know, if we really want people's open and honest input, and, and I include in that the LPOA as, as well as any community members, um, I think that maybe we, we're most likely to get that with Sanjay's model of, few, of a few more smaller meetings. Okay. Um, <clears throat> any other input or feedback? Um, could we set, uh, can we then, um, well, what's the pleasure of the, of the board? Um, yeah, Stephanie and I can have a, a meeting with Brandon to talk uh, logistics, the party planning piece. Uh, but I would like for us to think about um, uh, maybe having um, some, some concrete plans uh, by the next meeting. Um, that we're able to go ahead and plan and act um, by by September 9th. Board Member Jane Gibson, I can't speak for anybody else, but I would like it if you, um, Tanya, and you, Stephanie, would would talk to Brandon and figure something out along the lines of what we're talking about here. Okay, and and then presented at the at the board at the meeting. Next meeting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, for us to you know, say, yeah, or try to find dates or whatever. Okay. Um, how's everyone with that? Do we need a motion? Uh, board Member Littleton? Uh, board Member Stephen Littleton, just in addition, something that I guess if I could get some kind of, if Tanya and I could get some kind of thought back from you all on a facilitator 
um, because we have talked a little bit with Brandon about that and there's mm -hmm. a lot of options there. Um, so if anybody has any particular thoughts who that might be, um, it kind of went from A to Z. We could utilize um, uh, the chair from the Olathe CPRB um, to submit local here. I don't have particular names, but, um, but I'm open for that. So if you have thoughts. Well, I'm Gibson. Gibson. I'd just like to be sure that it's somebody that's really experienced, somebody qualified, not because they sit on a CPRB, but because they know how to facilitate a meeting. And I think the city, I think there are plenty of people in the city staff that know a bunch of pros. So mm -hmm. they're bound to be able to. We can talk to, yeah, that. we can talk to Brandon about that for sure. I think what we need to do is make make clear in that process, though, um, that it's a that that the intent and the outcome is is um, is is defined. I think a, a facilitator a facilitator could probably uh, work toward that um, as well with us. So um, we can we can do that. Do we need a motion for it? Nope. Okay. Uh, that's a work list item then that Stephanie and I will are committed to doing that and have it prepared for this September 9th meeting then for the board. Okay. Um, uh, board member Mishra. I, um, board member Mishra, just having a thought, is it fair again to ask some of the participants to take a look at the document and share with us their initial comments. So we go into this discussion and meeting. Prepared. Mm -hmm. Prepped rather than do a line by line scrutiny mm -hmm. in the meeting. Mm -hmm. And again, if we are going to invite the police chief and the association to do it, we'll ask community members also to do it, but should not, uh, again, become the uh, Lawrence listens approach. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The other thing, uh, data point, I don't know in the discussion with the search for the police chief, I got the feeling that they expect the two candidates to be here before the end of October. Towards the end of October. So, that date point, data point also can be useful in determining who you want to bring in or how you want to bring into the conversation. Okay, thank you. We'll take those uh, into consideration. Board member Misha, thank you. Um, uh, board member Littleton. Board member Littleton, just for clarification, Sanjay, when sharing of documents, I'm thinking original uh, ordinance and then our revision. Um, so I, my, my quick, Stephanie, my take would be the, the new document is what we want comments on. Original doesn't make any sense at this point. We are moving away from it. Yeah, very good. I, I agree, uh, and, and only because we, we did some of that work uh, in some of the Lawrence listens and 
Um, and we perhaps we've already visited that process and going forward with this document that we've worked on. Okay, got it. Okay, very good. Um, if you have any ideas about it going forward, it, um, uh, Bobby, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, board members could provide that information to, uh, oh, or Tony, correct me, uh, to Brandon. Um, and that can be shared with all the board members. City Attorney Tony Wheeler, information can be shared with Brandon, but he cannot share it with other board members. Okay. Very good then, thank you. Can can Brandon share it with, with us then? Yes. Okay, thank, thank you. Okay, no more than three, right? Correct. Okay, thank you. Okay, so if there's something that you think of in the next couple of weeks and you wanna forward that information to Brandon, that, that would be helpful as well, okay? Thank you. Um, anything else on number two? Okay, um, any other, um, okay. Um, I think we're ready to go on to D and uh, look at the, the meetings coming up, forthcoming um, for your information. And uh, uh, I see uh, community member Alex Kerr um, has, a, has uh, his hand up. Um, I asked, for consent to speak for a couple for two minutes about the 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 the, the last agenda item um i can't think of can i yes. yes okay well um i'd really me and community members really like the idea of having multiple meetings um mostly because like i may be here for this meeting but that's only because majority of the people that I talk with agree with agree that I should speak at this meeting for you know what they want or what they agree with or disagree with I think that I put that right um and I said this before I cannot say very much because a lot of people just want to speak at the or not all of them, but everyone, but, you know, people, community members want to speak at those stakeholders meetings. I don't know why. I don't know why they won't tell me, but, you know, they want to speak at that instead of tell me why to, why, or tell me things to say to you right now. They want to do it at that stakeholder meeting. Like, they want to do it at that stakeholder meeting. Um, I do advise the... Um, mediator or when you choose one i'm not going to say anything that's going to you know harm me or this board but um i ask that this board pick a one that's very professional and respects people specifically community members um because sometimes um once i should say a lot of community members didn't get to speak at one of a stakeholders meeting for a way different subject than the CPRB. So I ask that that this board or whoever I says I, I ask this board 
to pick a mediator that's going to act professional and going to make sure that community members, along with all the other stakeholders, get to speak, get to speak. It's very important. I think we, I think this board knows that it's very important that everyone, every stakeholder gets to speak. And I don't want what happened at one of those stakeholders meetings to happen at the CPR ordinance, CPRB ordinance stakeholder meeting. Um, that's all I have. Um, so yeah, thank you. Okay. Uh, thank you, Mr. Kerr. Uh, board member Taylor. Board member Marie Taylor. So based on comments we've received from Alex, I think that we should, when you talk to Brandon, seeing and, and what's possible for a series of, of meetings with stakeholders that at least one of them be a publicly posted meeting. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Thank you. Okay. Um, any other uh, items? Thank you again, Mr. Kerr. Okay. Um, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank, um, again, from last meeting to this meeting, uh, Board Member Graybill for your time and your service to the board. Really appreciate it, everybody. Um, and, uh, and thank you for your service. Um, uh, any other items of discussion? If not, is there a motion? Chair Salvini, this is Bobby Walthall. Yes. Just, just letting you know that, yes, the election of officers is for the first meeting after September 1st. Thank you. Okay. And uh, that I also reminded myself with a note here. Um, Bobby, could you, or, or, or Tony, um, once again, uh, this might be a meeting of interest for um, uh, the board. Uh, and that's the agenda for the um City commissioners, um, the, uh, the meeting that was originally scheduled for August is, that's moved to September, and the business with uh, law enforcement that they'll be addressing. City Attorney Tony Wheeler. Yes, on September 7th, there are three um, criminal justice matters that are slated to be on the City Commission's agenda. One of them is to receive the department's response to the work plan from the CityGate report. The second item will be to um, discuss the eight can't wait campaign and the department's um, how its policies align with that. And then the third is to consider certain ordinances be um, evaluated by the commission to consider whether they should be amended or repealed. So um, that's currently scheduled for September 7th. Of course, as you know, um, that, that could could be subject to change, but you can always check the city commission's website um, on the future agendas memo. That's where you can find that information. Very good, Tony. This is Chair Salvini. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And if any of you have a chance to um, uh, to watch or attend, um, that would that would be great. Uh, board member Littleton. This board member Stephen. Sorry, I didn't mean to step in on your conversation. Um, I just wanted to ask, since I 
if if all goes well with the Delta variant and me being out of the country come September 9th, I would not be here for the meeting. Um, so is there a possibility I can vote in absence? I guess that would be my question. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Tony, would you know that? City Attorney Tony Wheeler, no, I don't believe if you are not present and able to participate in the meeting, you cannot vote on matters on the agenda for that meeting. Okay, okay. thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, is there a motion by any board members? It's to adjourn. Board. board member Littleton. I motion to adjourn. <laughs> moved by Littleton to adjourn. Is there a second? Mishra seconds it. Um, all those in yes. favor, yay. All those opposed, nay. Uh, board member Gibson. Yay, I was too tired to answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> board member Grayville. Board, board. Is that a yay? yay. Okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, board member Littleton. Board member Littleton, yes. Board member Misha. I saw, I read lips. Uh, board member Taylor. Board member Murray Taylor, uh, yay. And board, and board member Salvini, yay. Uh, it's uh, motions carried for adjournment. Thank you all for your good work uh, this evening and we'll see you on the 9th. Thank Very you, good. Bill. Thank you all. Good night, Have a good evening. Good evening. Thank you, Bye -bye. Bill. Thank you. Bye, Alex. Bye.